ready. Oh yeah, we're back. It's welcome to the Slaughterhouse. This is uh, Mr. Slaughter once again here to chat it up with you guys today. Talk about the social issues that we deal with around the world and everything in it. And, you know, do the best we can to try and solve them and, you know, just have some fun and good conversation along the way. Going to plug it first. Uh, it's socialslaughter77 at gmail.com. If you guys want to drop us a line, give us a topic to talk about, um, we'll get out the best information we can. But remember, most of the time, it's just my opinion and how I feel about things. And, you know, that's pretty much what's going to go on here today. Um, we got the uh, monitor fixed so I can actually hear myself again instead of doing things in creepy voices like I did last time. But don't worry, it'll get better. And I can actually hear when the cat goes and the dog goes. Oh, there's the dog. Finally got it. All right. Well, today um, I'm going to tell you guys a story, something that happened to me. Um, that was a traumatizing experience for me and my family. Um, huh. So I had a delightful spring break, and it was going good. Me and the kiddos and my wife were going to the park to go for a walk. And my wife pointed out somebody that uh, she thought was our old neighbor that lived across the street from us about a year and a half, two years ago. And um, we had an incident with them where our dog got out and um, they um, called the police saying that our dog had, you know, went over and attacked their child, attacked them, had, you know, caused a lot of bite marks and everything. Police got there, found nothing, you know, no proof that there was any incident because our dog probably didn't leave the property because... Uh, she doesn't do that because she's a chill. She just barks through the fence at people. Well, police told us to fix our fence, which we did. Um, but before the police got there, my wife had arrived home with all of our children. And these couple had come out, and they had a child with them. And they just came onto our property and started cussing out my wife. Just, you know, literally telling her she was white trash, a lot of other swear words, everything, just leaning into her. You know, this man was 6'4", 6'3", you know, over 300 pounds, just getting up in her face in front of my kids and in front of their kids. And my wife just, you know, kept trying to calm him down, like, hey, I'd love to discuss, love to talk this out. You know, I understand our dog got out, and that's frustrating, but, you know, can we work through this? And they just kept screaming at her until, you know, the police arrived, and the police actually showed up and broke it up and everything. And I remember about a month later, they moved, and I was kind of thankful that they had moved because they um, they definitely, you know, did not like us for some reason. And, well, it just so happens that that day in the park, it was them. And as I will tell you, we were uh, walking, and my wife saw them, and they were walking towards us because there's a loop around the park. And all my wife said was, hi. Said the word, hello. Hi. And the lady used some very inappropriate um, comments back towards my wife. Um, just, you know, my kids were there. My dogs were there. We were all just walking together. Going to have a fun day at the park. And um, she just says some very inappropriate verbal comments to my wife. And then the man who is pushing a wagon with his child in it turns around and says some even more inappropriate language in front of my kiddos and my wife. And. I turn and I said those fateful words. Sir, please not in front of my kids. And that was at the moment when he pulled out a knife and started to proceed towards me, said he was going to cut me. 
um, right there in front of my own children. And uh, my kids were very, very upset. And the woman started yelling at them how they, you know, were pretty much weak and demoralizing comments. And I remember I froze. I was like, what am I going to do here? You know, how am I going to handle this situation? You know, and I stepped between my kids and the man. And I think I got lucky because he realized, oh, there's other people at the park. And they're seeing this. And I have my kid with me. And they take off. And um, when the police come, we do the report. We tell them, you know, the neighbors, you know, here's all the information we need. And we finish playing at the park because the girls need to, you know, detox, de-stress from that situation. And when we get home, my tires are slashed. Which, not going to lie. Changing four tires, paying for four tires is not a fun experience. But, you know, finally got it done. But it just broke my kid's heart. You know, they're like, why would somebody be that mean? Like, why? That was the question they kept asking. How can somebody be so mean, you know, to pull out a knife and to slash our tires? And I remember Mary saying, I don't know. I don't know how somebody could be that mean. And made me dive into the world that we live in today and how there's such a big, massive issue still in society with hate. We have this big, huge word that exists heavily in the United States. It carries a lot of weight. It carries a lot of decision-making power. You know, like, I will tell you here and now, I have several times listened to speeches you know, from Donald Trump and watch the reaction of the people. And I've watched Biden and I've seen, you know, night and day between the two of them. Anger and hate have perpetuated the society into something that we don't need. We have regressed in a way that puts people's lives in danger. We put literally have regressed because, you know, African-Americans still unsafe, so are women, so are children, so are so many different groups of individuals, because hate has perpetuated. It has developed, it has grown, it has deeply seeded itself inside our policies and how we treat people and how we have an understanding of grace, of being able to just say and let it go. There's so there that we have to offer and yet time and time again we we don't now this is going to be a short episode today just because I'm going to be to the point we have to do two things two very important things people the first thing we need to learn how to do, and we need to learn it very quickly and very well, is we have to learn to communicate. We have to learn to talk. We have to learn to express. We learn how to show our feelings and our emotions. We don't hold them in. We need to work through things. We need to compromise. We need to challenge. We need to laugh. We need to tell jokes. We need to live. And the best way to do that is the ability to talk. Our stories, our lifestyles, our Cultures are sacred, and our views and our opinions are important, and we need to be able to get our points across and share who we are with the world. The 
things that make the world a better place. I think the second thing I want to say is we need to have patience. I feel like this world is getting more and more and more on edge. I remember after that knife was pulled on me, I went to the grocery store and a man just reached for his phone and I about jumped out the window. You know, I was scared. My daughters will ask me, they're like, are you willing to die for us, Daddy, to protect us? And I'm like, I hope it never comes to that, but I will. We live in a world where we have to give grace to ourselves. We have to be patient with ourselves before we can be patient with others. I do a crazy thing in the cafeteria when I have duty. I will start on one end, and I will slow-mo walk all way to the other side. It takes me like 20 minutes. Because I don't push myself. I literally go slow-mo and I have conversations with the kids as I pass and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm learning how to wait. Taking it slow. Smelling the flowers. Just trying to find the flowers, you know? But time and time again, we get so caught up. Everything goes so fast. We forget we're humans as well. Just take a deep breath. Tell ourselves it's okay. We are who we are. Tell ourselves we are going to do our best, no matter what that looks like. When the time comes, we'll stand up. We'll stand out. We'll fight for what we believe in. And we'll give hope. We'll give hope with a lot of patience. That's kind of where I want to end today. Be extremely good to each other. Be patient. Be kind. Be understanding. Don't believe the talk. The first time I ever saw a therapist, they said, I am going to tell the truth from this point on because I want to be the best me. I want to get to where I can be. But that's about it. It's great to be back on the air. Uh, We will for sure get another episode out next week. I know we fell behind, but it's spring break. and Whew. A lot of stuff happened, but it's great to just touch base with you guys. I hope you enjoy this 10-minute segment. And um, remember, if you got any questions, emails, things you want to talk about, um, socialslaughter at, I'm sorry, socialslaughter77 at gmail.com. Just drop us a line. We'll take up any topic you want us to. Um, we'll just have a great conversation. We'll talk it out. We'll get it through, and we'll just have a good ideology of how we want to address any opinions, any questions, any thoughts you guys have. Because I know there's a lot out there. And, you know, we can also give examples. You want to know how to do taxes? We can teach you how to do taxes. If you want to learn how to budget, you want to learn how the economy works, you want to learn something about history that's totally random, let me know. And we'll do the research, we'll find out what we need, and we will put it on the air. Well, guys, it's been great talking to you. This is Slaughter, out.